0: You're listening to the Bible in Real Life podcast with Lee Fuller, where questions about the Bible meet real life. Hello, hello. This is Lee Fuller, and you're listening to the Bible in Real Life and I w- podcast. <laughs> the Bible in Real Life podcast, right? And I want you to... I, I want you, what I want you to do? <laughs> I want to welcome you to 2022, right? So welcome to 2022. Welcome to the Bible in Real Life podcast. And I am so excited about what's gonna happen this year. I'm so excited about what God is gonna do in your life this year. And I'm excited about the topic today. Today, we're gonna talk about How to have a new you in the new year, okay? We're going to go through a passage, a a eye-opening passage to show exactly how to have, how to be a new you for this new year. The Bible gives us how to do this in real life. Who knew, right? So today we're going to go through this passage. We're going to walk it out. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. So make sure you um, get tucked in, get uh, comfortable. If you're uh, cutting the yard or if you're doing your aerobics or your exercise, whatever you're doing while you're listening to this podcast, get ready because this one, this one right here, I think I say that about all of them, but this one here is going to be a good one. All right. So, um, but before I do that, I got to talk about this thing. So this year has started off, you know, I'm, I'm trying to be the new me, right? And there's some resistance, right? I call it the resistance when you, hey, here is what is going to be different. Here is how things are going to be better in my life. And there's this resistance. There's this, this habit. There are these, these normal activities that seem countercultural to where I'm trying to go, where I'm trying to be, right? Right? <laughs> But I want to encourage you to push through the resistance and let this year be the best year of your life so far, right? So I'm excited about it. You're in the right place. If you have not subscribed to the Bobble in Real Life podcast, what are you waiting for? You know, 2022 is a good time to do new things. And one new thing is subscribe to the podcast. (laughs) You can also find us on Instagram, uh, Facebook, TikTok, trying to figure, I'm trying to do them all trying to figure it all out because we want to show people how the gospel and the word of God is applicable to real life using biblical principles and the Bible itself. All right. So um, uh, just another thing, if you have not listened to the, um, if you have not heard the one on worship, if you have not heard about following the cloud and following God in your life, hey, these are episodes you need to go back and binge watch to get caught up because um, because they will definitely be worth your time. With that said, let's get into today uh, when we're talking about how to be the new you in this new year. So um, at first I was gonna do one about goal setting and different things, excuse me, but I realized that many times our issue isn't um, our intention. The issue is us, right? So today we're gonna talk about how to have a new you by adjusting your approach and changing your apparel. What? Adjusting your approach and adjusting uh, and changing your apparel. Okay, let's get into it. So um, we're going to be talking through Colossians chapter three. Colossians chapter three, I'm gonna pull it up here. Because it starts off with some very interesting, um, it starts off with very interesting um, passage. It says, if you have been raised raised with Christ, seek the things that are above, which are in Christ, seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things that are above, not on things that are on the earth. For you have died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Right? I like to start off there because here, this gives us the new approach that we should have for this new year. Um, Don't pull the old self into the new year. But if we're going to have this new year, we have to have this new approach because if you do, like my pastor always says, if you do what you always did, you'll get what you always got, right? So we have to rechange your, we have to reframe your mind, transform your mind, That's the Bible calls it, um, and Colossians tells us how to do it. It says, set your affections, right, um, set your mind on things that are above. Listen, this year and every year prior, every day, we have the opportunity to focus on the on the things below, right? There's always these things that are pulling for our attention. There's these these ideas, these concepts, these things that are pulling our attention, trying to pull us down to the earth, right? However, God says that your approach this year, the approach for the believer should be setting your things, setting your mind on things above and it says where Christ is, right? Because Christ is above all things, right? And when we when we rise above these other petty issues, when we rise above these things that have mortals, <laughs> That that have the natural man consumed. When we rise above it, we get a new perspective. You know, I I wrote in an article uh, a few years back, and and I used the analogy of a plane. Um, and on the airplane, I said that when you are flying, you. Um, The sun is always shining. First of all, the sun is always shining. Hey, I see clouds in the sky. It's cloudy. It's overcast. Hey, forget that. The sun is always shining. The difference is there's usually clouds or an overcast or something between you and the sun. What an airplane does, it just goes above the cloud. And when you go above the cloud, you see that, hey, even though it was cloudy, even though there was all this stuff, there were thunderstorms or snow or whatever happening on the ground, above the cloud, the sun is shining. And that's what God is telling us. Set our affections on things above, not on things of the earth. Why? Because above is where Christ is, right? And it says he's seated at the right hand. So the first thing is we need to have your approach, right? Uh, Change the approach to, you know what? This year, I'm not going to be so consumed with things below that um, my mind is constantly focused on things below. I need to change my approach. And this year, if it's going to be a new me, I need to think above, you know, uh, so that I am thinking where Christ is. Now, hold on, let me back up. If you've been around church for a while, You may have met those people and they say something like, um, hey, this person is so heavenly minded, they're of no earthly good, right? Well, hold on, time out, time out. That's erroneous thinking because if a person truly is heavenly minded, they will be earthly good for our father taught us to pray, thy kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. So it's heaven's mentality, it's the heavenly approach that we should be trying to bring down to earth. So how can we have that heaven mentality? How can we have that kingdom mentality? How can we have the approach that God has in heaven on earth if our mindset is not on heavenly things, right? So first of all, let's make sure we have this new approach. I'm trying to tweak your tuning. I'm trying to tweak your understanding and realizing that being heavenly minded is, The best place because that's where Christ is, and where Christ is, there is peace, joy, liberty, and these things. Okay, so that's the first aha for today. I hope that I hope you like that one. Now, the next thing is, well, what is it that, um, why should we set our um, why should we be heavenly minded? In verse three, it says. For you have died and your life is hidden in Christ, right? So if you're going to have the new year, if you're going to have the new you this year, realize that, you know what? It's not about me. It's not my life that I should be living and concerned about. It's Christ who lives in me because it says, hold on, I got to pull it up because people don't believe me when I say this, right? In verse three, for you have died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you'll also appear with him in glory. Wait a minute. Could it be that the problem we're having is we're trying to live instead of being dead and living in Christ, be hidden in Christ? Because think about it. If I'm hidden in Christ, there's protection, there is purpose, there's direction and um, the things that would come against me, whoa, 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 can't get to me because I'm already dead. It can't hurt me if I'm already dead, but I'm alive in Christ. I'm hidden in Christ. I'm protected in Christ. How do we get protected in Christ? It told us in verse two, we got to have our mentality in heaven where Jesus is, man. Listen, I don't know. I, shut it down. Shut it down. That's it. We done. <laughs> Why do I get so excited? Because I realize that this new year can be different than every other year because of my approach. My approach is now a heavenly minded approach. And because I have a heavenly minded approach, I can think like the creator of the world. I can think like the God of my salvation so that I can live a life that's pleasing to him. And be hidden in him. All right. So next thing. Um, Put to death, therefore. So I have the heavenly approach. I set my mind on things above, which is the heavenly pattern. Right. Because I'm hidden in Christ. So let me let me tell a little bit what happens at the beginning of New Year. Now, at the beginning of New Year. Hey, I'm getting my mind right. Right. So verses One, two, and three, and four is getting my mind right. Now I got the new approach on life. Hey, I'm ready. This year is not gonna be about me. This year, I'm not gonna stay in the earthly realm. I'm not gonna be so petty dealing with this stuff on the earth. My mentality is, my perspective is from heaven so that I can bring heaven to earth. That's the goal as the believer. But... um. So how do I do this? Now I got my mind right. Now we gotta get our clothes right. We gotta get the apparel right. What, what are you talking about? Well, I know at the beginning of the year, here's one thing that I always do. Um, I usually clean out stuff at the beginning of the year. And I encourage you to do this. Clean out stuff at the beginning of the year. Um, at our watch night service, is it still called watch night service? Um, Cause you know, it's 2022. You know, not every, you know, watch night service used to be for, I don't know. I've heard a whole bunch of stuff. I'm not going to get into that because I don't know. Right. It, it came about before I was born. All right. But anyway, <laughs> um, um, one message for, for the New Year's Eve service was kind of, there's some things you got to put away. Right. And one thing I often do at the beginning of the year is I clean up my garage. Now, now to be transparent i'm only able to clean out my stuff in the garage because uh mrs fuller you know her first name will remain nameless but mrs fuller has some things that she would love to keep in perpetuity (laughs) so i go in and i clear out my stuff and sometimes i toss some of this stuff on there right um just funny story I went to throw out a couch. I was like, man, I need to get rid of this couch. Tried to take it to um, Salvation Army. They was like, bruh, you know, we'll want this. I say, man, y'all don't want my couch? I, I think this is this has done me well. It's a reliable couch. It was like, nah. Okay, hey, see that right there? See that right there? See that right there? We can't take it. So I got to take it. So I was like, okay, I'll take it to the dump. You can't go to the dump unless you have your, it's like a residency or tax receipt or a, um, electric bill or something right? No clue. Had no clue. Um, But at the end of the year, I did get my little tax receipt thing or my um utility bill summary, tax summary. So now that I got my stuff in order, now I'm going to go dump all this stuff. I, I did get rid of the couch. I had to figure out how to do it. We'll talk about that later, you know. <laughs> but because I have my stuff, now I can go to the dump and put away some things. And that's what the Bible calls it. Bible calls it, hey, you know what? Let's put away some things. Let's clear out the clutter. Let's clean out the garage. Let's clean out the closet. Let's be honest. There's some things I'm just not gonna wear anymore. Now, I was upset. My wife threw away some of my clothes. Okay, I'm very comfortable. You know, my my body shape has been the same for a good nine years <laughs> it's starting to swell up a little bit now but I'm working on that got an exercise bike for Christmas but um so I've been wearing, been able to wear clothes for years right um but she she threw them out she said you know what this style is not coming back okay number one and you're getting a little older in age maybe this this shirt that's about three sizes too big. Maybe you shouldn't wear that anymore. So I say, I understand. I received. So I had to put some things away. I didn't like it. I didn't like putting away some of the my big old jerseys. I didn't like that, but I'm probably not going to wear it again. So I had to put some things away. And that's what we need to do. We need to put some things away. So Corinthians tells us exactly what we should be putting away. What should we be putting away? It says, let me let me pull it up so we can see what the the Bible says we should put away. It says, um, uh, verse five, put to death. Oh man, I'm saying put it away. It's says like, put to death, therefore, what is earthly in you, sexual immorality, impurity, passion, evil desire, covetousness, which is idolatry. On account of these, the wrath of God is coming. Whoa, hold up, hold up. I need to pay attention. <laughs> I need to pay attention. It says put these things away because these cause the wrath of God. These calls God not to be pleased, right So hold up um, as I'm cleaning out my garage, as I'm cleaning out my closet, as I'm cleaning out my life, there's some things I need to be putting away. There's this old man that needs to be put to death and it said some it said sexual immorality, it said impurity, um passions or lust evil desires like no wonder aha no wonder we keep falling into the same stuff year after year because um cuz you can't just put on new stuff over old stuff right listen listen and and this is a key point I learned as a believer a couple of years ago well uh, a few years ago um Christianity is not just the putting on of new stuff. And we'll talk about some of the stuff we need to put on. Christianity, Bible says you're a new creature, a creation, you're born again, right? Which means there's some stuff you have to remove. There's some stuff you gotta die to. So it's the taking off of some stuff. Put it away, take it off. Um, Paul here says, put it to death. So what's some things you gotta kill? Sexual immorality. The, word, the Greek word for that is pornia, right? So fornication is kind of what it, what it, we're looking at here. So putting off fornication, and y'all know what that means. Putting off impurity, right? So some impure thoughts. Putting off passions or lusts. Hey, there's some things that we shouldn't be lusting after. Bible says, hey, you know what? This year, if you're gonna have the new year, this year, if there's gonna be the new you, then the same stuff that got you in trouble last year, don't bring that into the new year. Consider it death. Like, you got to kill it. You know, I'm, I was going through the Gospels last year, uh, and I'm going through the Bible again this year, right? So uh, follow me on um, thebibleinreallife.com on Instagram. I'm sharing stuff as I go through the Bible. I'm doing the reading plan this year. But last year, was I was, when I was in the Gospels, I saw something. Jesus would say stuff like, hey, if your eye offend thee, pluck it out because it's better to go into heaven blind than to, you know, to sin. And I was like, wait a minute, Uh, that seems drastic. (laughs) Hey, that seems a little excessive, right? He says, if your hand offend thee, so if you got a problem touching stuff, if you got a problem stealing stuff, if you got a problem um, uh, grabbing stuff, Right? Then I would say cut your hand off. Now, let me let me be clear on what is happening here. Right? God's not saying He wants all Christians to be maimed and blind when they get to heaven. Right? He's saying our approach to it should be I would rather cut it off than have anything stop me from living a life that's pleasing to God. And that's the approach we gotta have. We gotta put it to death transparent moment for a second so um, I for years I've realized transpa- and this might be too much truth I've realized for years that some of the premium channels you know like your Cinemax and stuff like that I realized years ago that I can't have those in the house right because I'm a night owl and when you're a night owl sometimes stuff, co- years ago I don't know, it's probably well, it's probably all over TV now, but my point is I realize there's some cable channels that I have to cut off. I realize that there's some search criteria that I have to put in my Google Drive that I mean, uh, on my Google search terms, I got to put the kitty search terms on there <laughs> so that stuff doesn't pop up. Well, what am I saying? We have to be intentional about putting to death some of these issues. What else? He ma- He has a whole list here. Um, evil desires, right? Covetousness. Now, covetousness is a long word. Now, what does that mean, really? It really means greed, right? Covetousness is when I look at, you know, my, one of my brothers or one of my sisters in Christ, uh, just get a new whatever, right? You know, name your poison. They got a new watch, they got a new car, got a new house, got a new whatever, right? Name your poison. And then you'd be like, uh... Rather than saying, "Hey, congratulations! I'm glad the Lord's blessing you," you start saying, "Hmm, you know, I want that." You know, then you start looking at your stuff. <laughs> you start looking at your stuff like, "Look at this! Look, look at this mess! <laughs> this this car don't even crank right." <laughs> Man, <laughs> look at this little house! Oh my goodness! You know what I'm saying? Look, I can't even stretch out good. Look at this! Right? <laughs> you start getting greedy and covetousness of other people's stuff, right? Uh, an example in the Bible, interestingly, is covetousness of another person's wife or husband, you know, um, I, that's problematic. That's a big deal. But the problem is, Bible tells us, hey, we gotta put these things away, you know? Bible tells us rejoice with those that rejoice. Don't they'll start, you know, kicking your cat because she don't get no likes on Instagram. <laughs> Um, we have to not be envious. We have to not be greedy for what others have. Bible calls it covetousness. And that's one of the big 10, like legit. So God tells us, put away those things. It also says, put away idolatry, right? Idolatry is anything that we put in the place of God. Man, this might be a tough year. (laughs) If I'm starting off with this, this might be a tough year, but here is what it takes to be the new you. If you don't want a repeat of last year personally, right? There's some stuff we can't deal with the world. Hey, the world gonna do what the world gonna do. Personally, if you don't want a repeat of last year, you can have a new you in this new year. First of all, by changing your approach. Hey, you know what? I'm not staying surface level anymore. I'm not staying horizontal. I am setting my mind on things above because that's where Christ is and I'm hidden in him. That was point one. Earlier, it's the new apparel, right? Hey, we got to put away some of this old stuff. And it lists it out. Um, what else to put away? It says anger. Oh my goodness. Hold on. Let, let me let me read it. We're back in seven. Wait, hey, Why did you pick this? Man, I'm stepping on my own toes. Hold on. <laughs> so it says in verse 6, on account of the on account of the wrath, these things God's coming. And these things too once walked when you were living in them. Listen, uh, we ain't perfect. This is where we were. Oh, hold on. <clears throat> he said, This is where you were. I get it. Right? This was last year. Okay. This was pre-Christ, right? This was this was the past but you're not there anymore, right? If you're going to have a new year, if you're going to have the new you, you can't have the old you, <laughs> right? Um, here's the things we got to put away. Okay, let me get back to the text. And it says, um, and some of y'all are like, hey, I ain't doing all that. I ain't I'm fornicating all this stuff. Well, let's continue uh, some of the other stuff we need to put away. Verse eight, but now you must put them all away. What what we got to put away? Anger, wrath, Malice, slander, obscene talk from your mouth. Uh do not lie to one another, seeing that you have put off the old self with its practices. Oh man. How long is this list, Paul? Man. <laughs> this is this is my whole old self. <laughs> uh but what does he say? He said you got to put off anger. And this anger is is like violence, right? He says you got to put off violence. Now, listen, two combat tours, um, military. Listen, um, we we could throw down. You know, I could throw down if I need to, right? However, this doesn't give me a right to be violent. Okay, I shouldn't be violent toward my children. I shouldn't be violent toward my wife or other brothers and sisters in Christ, right? My first response shouldn't be that of anger or violence. And listen, over the last two, three years, there's some things, <laughs> there's some things that have have arisen some of the old, the stuff I need to put away, right? There's some things that have made me feel like being violent, Um, but that's not the new me. That's not the things above. The Bible says the kingdom of heaven suffered the violence, and the violence taken by force. So if I'm not being violent for God, the advancement of God's kingdom, okay, then I'm directing my anger, my violence at the wrong place. I'm I'm gonna have to come back. That might be maybe I'll do that. When's Black History Month? <laughs> February. I have to do that in February. But just continuing on. So I need to put away anger. I need to put away wrath. That wrath is like that rage, you know? Oh man. And I've seen it in, in myself sometime. And I've seen it in people where there's this rage, this unquenchable, un- you know, um, like, uh-oh, I think they just popped off. Like they just went off and now they are in rage. They, and they get the can't help it. You know what? I couldn't help it. I I, I, I chopped the throat, poked them in the eye, and kicked them. You know, I couldn't help it. <laughs> Rage. Bible says, put that away. Men of God, put that away. Women of God, put that away. You know, when you see all red and you go black and, and there's point of no return, you'd be like, ah, man, I ain't even mean to go that far. Put that away. Bible says, put it to death. Malice. Now, malice is, is, so some of these are actions. Some of these are attitudes. But malice is a feeling. He's like, put away these hateful feelings, the, these malicious things, you know, the, the nice nasty, you, you, you know what I'm talking about. I ain't going to spell it out because I might not be able to spell malicious correctly, but <laughs> but the the passive aggressive, you know, hey, I'm doing it, but I'm nasty about how I'm doing it. Put that away. Slander. Hey, um, my mama used to say this. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say nothing at all or anything at all. My mom was an English teacher. Don't say anything at all, right? Why? Because we're supposed to put that away, right? And then obscene talk. Listen, listen. Many times your greatest gift is sometimes your biggest struggle. Many times your greatest gift is sometimes your biggest struggle. So um, I have met some, some orators and they're they're the way they string pronouns and adjectives together. You know, you'd be like, wow. You know, is this, is this Maya Angelou Jr. Maya Angelou. Who is Maya Angelou? (laughs) You know, is this is a is this the poet laureate? However, um when they go south, when they go filthy, you'd be like, oh my, my spirit hurt. <laughs> you crushed, you crushed, crushed my soul. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. That's not funny. Bible says we need to put away filthy talk, obscene talk, right? These are things we need to put away if you're gonna have the new you. So Hey, hey, Lee, um, you know, I really want to have a good year. I'm, I'm really digging the Bible in real life. Hey, I want to do better, guys, to get a new approach. You know what? And you got to kill some things that were in your attitude. There's some things that's in your character. There's some things that's in your actions that need to change. Anger, violence, malice, slander. I guess gossiping could be a part of that slander or maybe the obscene talk, right? And number six is Lying. Man, Paul, everybody gonna walk around here mute in 22. <laughs> Can't say nothing. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> why am I laughing? This is horrible. Um, We really need to do better. We really need to put these things away. God is not pleased and it will not get you where you want to be, right? And here's why, here's why. Man, this is so good. Um, so he says, you know, put away, um, do not lie to one another. So that's the lying seeing that you have put off the old self and its practices. And he says, put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge after the image of its creator. See, here is why Mm, this is good teaching. Here is why it's important to put those things away. Because these things are not acceptable in heaven. These things are not acceptable above where God is. So if you are going to um, have your mind in heavens where God is, God's like, hey, put these things away. You know, because the new self is renewed in the knowledge after the image of its creator. This new self is created in the image of God. You want to talk about how we are to be like Christ and be like we created in God's image? These are, character- these are not characteristics of God's image. Anger, wrath, malice, slander, lying, filthy language, right? Idolatry. These are not the image of God that we should. These are not the image of God. So they should not be a part of our character. Right. And if we are going to have a mindset that's in the heavens where God is, these are not welcome. Right. So he says, Now, how do we get these out? How do we put these things away? He says, We got to be renewed in knowledge. You know, I am amazed at. So uh, any parent understands this. Sometimes your children will ask you a question and you thought everybody knew this, right? I'm trying to think of a recent question. Um, you know, my, my daughter said, hey dad, what's naive? I was like, what? Everybody know what naive is. It's when you don't know nothing. Like it's when you are unaware of, ah, you're naive to what naive meant. Ah, wow, wow. You know, this is some inception stuff right here. <laughs> my point is, there are some things that we don't know about the Christian walk, or hey, did you, I didn't know, there were some things I should be putting away, you know? Ah, man. So, so, filthy language, so some jokes I probably shouldn't repeat, or I shouldn't forward on social media, I have to do that, I have to, you know, uh, realize that, you know what, there's some, some jokes that uh, my flesh will laugh at, you know? And then it's a reminder that, Lee, you ain't there yet, because you laughing at the wrong stuff, right? Um, But, I have to put those things away. You know, I'm learning that some people don't know better. So we have to share with them the word of God so that they know better because um, that's how we get renewed after the image of the creator. Now, now, some of you may say, okay, okay, um, <clears throat> I know we are supposed to live certain like this, but I'm from the North, you know, and we just uh, meaner people or whatever. hey, I'm from this country, or hey, this was my background, or hey, this is my religion that I grew up with as a kid yes um i was I was raised in a household full of anger and rage, I was raised um to to do whatever I want to do with my body with whoever I want to do it with whether I'm married or single. Hey, this is how I grew up. Well, let me let me let me uh go back to scripture and see what God says about that. Does he give any exceptions? Right? Does he give us a um a, a pass? He says um verse 11. Here there is not so verse 10 and have put on a new self, which is being renewed in the knowledge after the image of his creator. Here, there is not Greek or Jew, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbarian, scathian, slave, free, but Christ is all and in, in all. Uh-oh, what does that mean? Listen, Christ is saying, if you are a believer in Christ, then... Your so he goes down. Your national, your national differences no longer matter, right? Because he says whether you Jew or Greek. right? back then, you you're either a Jew or you're a Gentile. You're a Greek, right? So he's like, I don't care your nationality, right? He says whether you're circumcised or uncircumcised, I don't care what religious background you came from right? Hey, well, in my release back, we didn't have to worry about this, or we didn't have to do this, or man, y'all did all this extra stuff, right? Y'all from that, those, those churches that do this extra stuff, you know, I have freedom in Jesus. Hmm. um, So I don't care about your cultural background. You know what? That sounds like some, that sounds like some Middle Eastern stuff there. We in America, and in America, there is freedom and liberty and justice and peace. <laughs> um, So it says, I don't care if you're barbarian or scathian. And that barbarian, escathian also had the idea of whether you're one of the intellectuals or the not so smart, right? Whether you are an idiot or a genius, whether you are educated or uneducated, whether you are cultured or uncultured, right? So got, he, he lays it all out. Listen, I don't care if you're a Jew or a Greek. I don't care about your national background. These rules still apply. You need to put off these things. I don't care your religious background, whether you're circumcised or uncircumcised. Hey, hey, I don't care. Seven day, whatever, um, Catholic, yada, yada. Hey, you got to put this away. I don't care your cultural, whether, whether you're educated or Scathian, which was more of the nomads. I don't care if you're from the country or the city, right? Um, and then bond or free. I don't care your social status. I don't care if you're an influencer with a million followers or you're a nobody just trying to get started on, on TikTok. Uh, by the way, at the Bible of Real Life <laughs> on TikTok. Because <laughs> I'm a nobody, like legit. But that's okay. Bible says we were free in Him. But my point is, well, I don't care if you're bond or free, right? So your social status, your economic status, your national status, your religion pick an excuse. God's like, listen, it doesn't matter because if you're in Christ, Here is what you need to put off. Here is what it looks like to be in heaven, to have your mind on things above. Now, um, every year, I talked about how I clear out my garage, right? But for Christmas, usually I get clothes. I mean, ever since I was a, a wee little kid, right? Ever since I was a wee little kid, for Christmas you get clothes, right? I used to didn't appreciate it, right? I'd be like, man, want no clothes, right? I want He-Man, I want a big wheel. Come on, see y'all, you know, little with the kids don't know about big wheels, right? I had a, I had a, a He-Man big wheel, and when you when you push that wheel, you turn that big wheel in the front, that thing a slide. What? What? Holla at me, right? I wanted toys, but. My mom would always get me, you know, socks, underwear, blah, blah, blah. All right, some clothes. I was talking to my mother-in-law and they talked about in Jamaica, they used to make their own toys. My my father-in-law was telling me about, you know, some, some stick that they push a wheel, you know, bicycle wheel, and they just run down the street with the stick pushing the wheel. I'm like, so he was like, we didn't get toys for Christmas? This is what we play with. We play with boxes and stuff and crates. I'm like, well, okay, pray the Lord. But he said, we got clothes. You know, every year we probably get a new pair of shoes or you get a suit, you know, um, or outfit, right? And here is the outfit that Christ says we're supposed to put on in the new year. And what's interesting is that some, some of the stuff we're supposed to put on is the flashy stuff. Some of the stuff is the outside stuff, right? But some of the stuff is the basics. Some of the stuff is the underwear and the socks, right? The stuff that you wear under or internal. Bible says, put these things on. So let's, let's, let's look at it. Let's look at the um what Colossians said we should put on. Let's see. So it says, okay, hold on a second. I patted and fell asleep. Come on now. Tighten up. I'm working right here. All right, so um, let's go to the text. So here's what he said, put on, right? I said, first, we got to take some stuff off. There's some bad habits. There's some mentalities. There's some approaches. There's some actions we got to take off. But in verse um, 12, he says, put on as chosen ones, holy and beloved. Here's what you put on chosen people, holy people, beloved people of God. Beloved, if you King James, put on compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, bearing with one another. And if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other as the Lord has forgiven you, so also you are, I mean, so you must also forgive. Hold up. Now, I know the first, the beginning of it was kind of tough, right? I realize it. it like my toes are bleeding right now because I'm stepping on my toes too. Um, but once you strip down, once you put to death these other things, God says, now here's what you put on. And it's these things that you'll put on that will make your year a year to remember. These things that you will put on will ensure that you are accepted that you're acting above the earth, that you're acting in the heavens where God is. God says, put on compassion, put on some compassion. Hey, let me, let me put this undershirt on, you know, let me put my my wife beat, I got to stop saying wife beat. My A shirt, I think is the correct term. My A shirt is the white undershirt of compassion, right? Put on compassion. Next, put on humility. Listen, listen. I know, I know you got your you got your degree. I know you making your six figures. I know you a baller, shot caller. You know, you got two dot coms and a dot org. Come on, somebody. <laughs> but we gotta be humble. Um, who was it that said, be humble. Uh, well, it says out through the Bible, but there's the rapper. Uh, be humble. Mm. Trying to connect. Don't remember. Ah, be humble. You Gotta be humble. Mm. Man. Okay. But we gotta be humble, right? To be humble means to make yourself low, right? Look, you do have the right to be haughty, right? See that on the back? See that? If I move out of the focus, it'll it'll get in focus. Hey, got degrees on the wall? Listen, but be humble. Are you able to lower yourself? Are you able to, to um, come down? Christ thought it not robbery to become like a man. Listen, he was God and said he humbled himself and took on the form of a man. Um, God taking on the form of a man is a step down. FYI, right? So he demonstrated humility and he says, Hey, here's what you need to put on in 2021. I know you flossing, you a boss, you big, you bad. Hey, humble yourself. Next, he says, put on meekness, right? Meekness is not weakness. Meekness means I can I can end you, but I choose not to because I'm compassionate. Right? Listen. Um, I sometimes I have to bite my tongue because because I've learned how to put, you know, pronouns and syllables together. <laughs> but meekness says, you know what? Hold your tongue, you know, bite your bite your tongue, and and say, you know what? I I understand your perspective. You know what? I can work on that, boss man, <laughs> you know, or boss lady, whatever, right? I I can work on that, babe, right? Hey wife, you're right, you're right. You know what? I'm going to be meek, right? <laughs> and well, sometimes I'm wrong, you know, because I'm humble. <laughs> but okay, next, patience. The Bible says put on patience, right? Um, You know, sometimes we read the Bible and there's a promise that happens in verse one. And by verse five, the promise is realized. But in real life, there's some things we've been praying for for a long time. There's are some things that we prayed for in all of 2021 and 20 and 19 and 18, and it hasn't happened yet. God says, this year, put on patience, right? Next, it says, bearing with one another. Oh my goodness. Bearing with one another means to endure. It means to to hold oneself up against is kind of the idea. There was a, a, a movie poster of Mr. and Mrs. Smith with Brad Pitt and Angelina, Go, jo, Angelina Jolie. Um, So they're back to back. They're like this, they're back to back. And they are in a firefight and they're holding each other up, right? Here's my point. God is telling us, hey, you know what? This year, God wants you to put on bearing with one another. You know what? You do, you are smart. You are wonderful, right? Put up with those that don't pick up as quickly as you, right? I know you were a student. Teacher said it once, you got it, right? Now you doodling the stuff because you ready to move on. Oh, uh, why these people in the class take it so long to learn this con- this simple concept, right? No, no, no. Bear with one another. Be patient with one another. Endure difficulty. Hold oneself up. Right? God says, put that on. You want to have a better year? Put that on. Next, it says, forgiving each other. Listen. And I think it was like, forgiving each other uh, like Christ forgave you. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Um, so, how many times has Christ forgiven you? And if you're going to be like him, do that to others. Ooh, we, ooh. You know what? Do I want to be, do I want to be brand new this year? Do I want to put on the new self this year? Because this sound like work. This sound like change. <laughs> this sound like Jesus. <laughs> and that, my friend, is the right answer. This cannot be done in the flesh. This has to be done by the spirit and then it says put on love so what's the difference between compassion and love um i i am gonna have to search that out but if i had to guess one is acts of compassion and and a mentality of love right so i can give a person some water i can be compassionate i can g- um, Feed a person a plate I can do acts of love I remember one day I went and I raked my neighbor's yard I was out there raking the yard anyway Leaves that fell So I went and raked my neighbor's yard Acts of compassion Right? Being concerned about another individual Being Going above and beyond To help those that we see on the corner Acts of compassion But put on love This is approach to how you should live life You know what? Um, my 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 initial, my initial approach to someone is going to be that of love, not suspicion, not conspiracy, not anger, not indifferent. My initial approach is going to be, I'm going to put on love. And then the Bible says, and then let the peace of God rule in your heart. Man, man, if if you're going to have the new you in this year, um, you got to let the peace of God rule in your mind, in your heart. And you know what? It's a lot easier to have peace when you put away anger, when you put away slander, when you put away malice, when you put away lying, then you can have peace. Because the Bible says, my peace I leave with you, not the peace that the world giveth. In this world, you will have trouble, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. So he's like, peace um, can coexist with trouble. Ha, ha, listen, listen, I, I hope, is this thing on? I hope you got that. You can have peace in the middle of trouble, okay? Because you will have trouble in this world. But Jesus says, hey, take my peace. Because this, the peace that the world gives, it can be taken away. But the peace that I give, it can live, it can be, um, it can exist even in a time of trouble. And it says, "Be thankful." Last year last episode, I believe, we talked about worship, and we talked about one way to get into an attitude of worship is to be thankful. One way to have a new perspective is to be thankful. I can't remember how many funerals I went to in 2022, 2021, but it was more than I'd like to. And so I find things every day to be thankful for, right? And then he says, let the word dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing. Uh, let me pull it up. So after we go through these things, now we're thankful. And it says, um, it talked about peace, 16. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs and thankfulness in your hearts to God. And whatever you do in word and deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God, Father through him. So I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Um, That last piece said, let the word of God dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing you in wisdom. Listen, we talked about, if you're going to be renewed, you got to up your knowledge of the word. You got to up your wisdom, up to your knowledge. Um, God has given his word to give us wisdom, right? Uh, like I said, um, at the beginning of the year, I'm doing another uh, reading plan, trying to go through the Bible again. Well, I will go through the Bible again. I went through last year a year before. I'm going to go through it again. Um because that's how I get wise. That's how you get wise. The Bible says, um, um, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, teaching stuff, for reproof, you know, you, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God, the person, the child of God can be perfect and thoroughly furnished. Right. Got to get wisdom. Got to get in the book. And then it says singing hymns. And songs and spiritual songs. Come on, somebody, right? (laughs) I get to sing too. You know, hey, putting on the new year. I'm putting on my my singing songs. My singing songs. I'm putting on my singing clothes, right? Got a microphone. Like, here, here go. Nope, I ain't gonna do it. (laughs) I'll turn the microphone off and then sing my spiritual songs, right? Spiritual songs. Songs that, that we can sing in heaven. Come on. (laughs) it's a new year, things got to change. But if we do these things, if we have this new approach and seek things that are above, and if we have this new apparel, so we take off those old things and put on these new things, then you will have the new you in 2022 and beyond. I hope you were blessed. I was, man, I'm encouraged. I'm convicted, I'm encouraged, I'm enthused, right? Um, But I'm also excited because I, I used to say, if I know better, I'll do better. And now I know better. So God give us the strength to do better. Earlier it says, we are hidden in Christ. And earlier in that passage, it also talks about how the Holy Spirit will help us. Where is it? Um, we're hidden in Christ. So, God is, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Uh, giving thanks. So, God is here to help you put on this new godly um heavenly minded you right and that is the best bet for 2021 being a new you i hope you've enjoyed this podcast and i've enjoyed sharing it with you if you are not subscribed to the podcast go ahead and do that now if you like this leave a comment brother can you use encouragement every now and again um also on Facebook, The Bible in Real Life. On Instagram, The Bible in Real Life. On TikTok, The Bible in Real Life. You know, uh, trying to get the word out that God is good and is concerned about how we live our daily life. My name's Lee Fuller. You're listening to The uh, Bible in Real Life Podcast. And I will talk to you. You. Next time. All right. Bye-bye, everybody. <laughs>